Do you want to know where your real estate business is and where is it going to? Would you like to know how much money you're going to make in the next 12 months? If you want to lose weight, you need to be able to measure how much you weight, right? Now, if you want to get out of debt, you need to know how much money you owe, correct? You see, measurement is the first step towards improvement. In real estate, it's no different. If you can't measure it, you can't understand it. And if you can't understand it, then you can't control it. And if you can't control it, then you can't improve it. So imagine actually being able to score, to measure your real estate business in the areas that matter most to you. Listings, time management, lead generation, marketing, and money. So you can improve on each of those areas. This is the How to Become a Listing Agent workshop, all right? This is one of the most important workshops we have. We say, and there is a saying in the industry we hear for many, many years, right? In order to last, you have to what? To list. I say, don't forget about working with buyers, but focus on sellers. Why? And I'm gonna show you why becoming a listing agent is so important. But more important than that, I'm going to show you how to become a listing agent. All of you are in coaching, you know who I am, so I'm going to skip this first part. By the way, this is the average income of an agent in Florida. For those of you uh, uh, watching this workshop it, that are agents in Florida, the average agent in Florida in 2016 made $2,400 a month. That was $28,000 a year. $28,160, all right? Most of those agents don't focus on getting listings. Why becoming a listing agent? Well, very simple, all right? Number one, leverage time. According to the National Association of Realtors, we work with buyers. Any idea how many hours to close a deal? It's 32 hours. 32 hours to close a buyer compared to only eight hours when we work with sellers. Number two, motivation. In almost 18 years doing real estate, I haven't met one single, one single buyer that had the motivation, the need, the need to buy. No buyer in history had the need to buy. And you guys go, that's too extreme. There hasn't been one single buyer in history that had the need to buy. Why? Because they always have the option to? Rent. Exactly. Exactly. All right? So no buyer has the need. Now, if I find the right house at the right price, with the right financing, at the right time, I'll buy. If not, I'll what? Rent. I'll rent. Exactly. All right? Now, sellers don't always have the need, especially the high, high-end sellers, multi-million dollar properties. You see that they don't have a mortgage. They have plenty of disposable income. So they bought the property for four million a year ago, and they're asking for five and a half. And if they get five and a half, even though it's not worth five and a half, they'll sell it. But if not, what? Exactly, they'll keep it, not a big deal. But most sellers under $800,000 need to sell their current home 
for two very specific reasons. Number one, can they get financing if they already have a home? Can they get financing? They can't get the financing for the new home because they already have one. So the debt income ratio is what? Too high, exactly, it's way too high. Number two, also for financial reasons, if I don't, it's difficult for me to have enough money, right? To pay for bo both mortgages. So I can't, make sense, all right? So again, the motivation from the seller standpoint of view, it's usually there for sellers under $800,000. Make sense? Good. Now, it saves you money. The third reason, why do you think working with sellers save you money? What is it? That gas and the time, exactly, right? So, save you money because it's a lot of work and work transfer or works, it's money, right? Very, very important, all right? But more important than that, the success of Trulia and Zillow is what? What's the success? What do they use to give you, to sell? what do they sell you, Trulia and Zillow? They sell you what? Leads, right? And how do they get the leads? Because they're using what? Exactly, they're using the listings, your listings, to sell that platform that only has the listings to other agents. That's what they're doing, they're using your listings, right? They're using your listings just to make sure that you buy them. Here it is, it saves you money. When you have listings, you're getting the leads, by the way, much, much higher quality leads, right? So it saves you a lot of money. And finally, the most important thing about listings is, is a great what? Marketing tool, exactly. You might be a good agent working with buyers. You might have, you might have closed 25, 30, 40 sales last year. That's great as a buyer. Guess what? Nobody found out about that. Nobody knows, none of your clients know that you closed 40 listings. They might know if you sell them an email, I closed this property, I sold this property, I helped this buyer, but the community doesn't know you did that. So when you have 8, 10, 12, 15 listings in your community, guess what? You become a celebrity. Now everybody knows about you, but more important, instead of you having to look for people, what happens is what? Exactly, people look for you because they see you as an expert. They see your name everywhere. That's why becoming a listing agent gives you so much leverage. I'm not saying it's impossible to become a top agent making a quarter of a million, $300,000 or more a year as a buyer's agent. And especially when, when things are good in the market, especially in South Florida, Las Vegas, California, right? Where there's a lot of construction, and if you're a buyer's agent, well, you sell a lot of, of pre-construction. And pre-constructions have higher what? Commission, exactly, right? So you get, you get more money those years. But again, 
once the market stabilizes, so goes down again, what happens? There's no pre-construction anymore. Make sense? That's why becoming a listing agent is so important. But if becoming a listing agent is so important, why most agents still focus on buyers? What do you think is that? It's much easier. If I have a friend that wants to buy a property, my friend calls me and said, Orlando, show me 128 properties that I want to see in Homestead. I want to see other properties in the Gables. I want to see other properties in Brickell. And by the way, I would like you to go to Aventura with me because I, I think I like that area too, right? And what do we do? Since we have no skills, it's easy, right? We get in the car and we spend about $3,000 in gas and $5,000 in mileage. That's what happens, right? And then our friend says, you know what? I want to think about it. I want to talk to my wife. I'll call you back in about a week. You call them. You can find them. Then a month later, you see them in a restaurant. And what do they say? Exactly. They bought with somebody else. Exactly. See, and, and what do we laugh? Because all of you are in coaching. So, and all of you have experience. Some of you have more than others. But all of you have experience. And you laugh because it has happened to you as it did to me. It has happened to everybody in real estate. And if it hasn't happened to you, it's because you're new. Right? <laughs> right? Right? Now, what happens is, since you are friends with the buyer, the buyer goes with you, and it's fun. It's fun for you. There is no friction. Right? You are very relaxed. And your client, your friend, too. Well, what happens with the listing is that when it's time to sell the property, even if it is your best friend, Who's paying the commission now? Selling. The seller. Now, I don't care if you're my best friend. I don't care if you've been my neighbor for years. Now, since I'm paying the commission, I want to hire the person that is most qualified to sell my property. Right? And they tell you, you know what, you're a very good friend, but this guy right here, he owns the community. He owns the market here. So I got to go with him. That's why we need to develop, and that's what we're going to do today, develop or start developing the skills to become listing agents. By the way, something that I didn't write here is that when you become a listing agent, you own the inventory. Now you have many, many, many agents working for you. It saves, saves you money and time. When I talk about time, I didn't talk about not only the leverage of 8 to 32 hours, but can you help two buyers in one day? You, huh? We can't, right? Even, if, even if, if it is in the same area. Right here, we're, we're here in Coral Gables in, in Florida. If I have two buyers that call me today and say, Orlando, I want to see, a pro I want to see some properties. I want to buy in Coral Gables. Can you show me around? And then another client calls me today and says, Orlando, I also want to see in the Gables in the same area today. Can you show me around? Can I? It's almost impossible. It's because we know that you start showing property after 10, 30, 11, right? It's going to take us at least four hours. We need to have lunch, right? And then are we going to go with the other person? I mean, it's, a, it's possible, but almost impossible. And, and three people at the same time, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, right? Also, with, with buy, but buyers, sellers can have 50, 60, 70 listings. Some of you in coaching have one of you, one of you guys 
has 67 listings. Some of you have 45, 22 listings, 30 listings at a time. Can we have 30 buyers at a time? Impossible. That's why it's so important to have the listings, guys. Focus on listings. The, what's the number one reason but, uh, agents focus on buyers? Because they don't have what? Experience. The experience, the skills, all right? So here we go. Now, the first thing, so if we want to become top agents, if we, have, if we wanna have freedom of time, freedom of money, all right? Then we become a listing agent. But how do we do that? First and foremost, we identify what we call the what? The market, right? If we want to become the top agents, the top listing agents, agents focus in only one what? One market. They become experts only in one specific area. Again, we're here in the Gables. But the top agents in the Gables specialize in North Gables, South Gables, Gables Estates, Gables by the Sea, right? Within the area, they specialize in a very specific area. Because it's very difficult to truly become an expert in a very large area. So we identify the market, all right? So how do we do that? Very simple. We want to name the community. We want to name the community, all right? And that's, I'm giving you the, uh, you have it online anyways, but I want you to take this home and do this exercise. You want to first and foremost identify the communities. Name the communities, all right? Or the buildings. And if you live in an open area, some of you tell me, I don't live in a building. I don't live in a community, in a gated community. It's just an open area. Well, define by streets and avenues where you're going to work, right? With the zip code between 8th Street, 57th, uh, 37th, and US 1 is an example, right? A rectangle. So identify then the size of the community. We want to make sure that we have a large enough area. It has to be large enough. Because even if we have the best marketing strategies, if the, the area is not moving, then we won't be able to achieve at least 15% market share. It doesn't really matter if you're 15%. That's what we're shooting for. 15% market share, all right? If you can accomplish 15% market share and all of you can, all right, and the agents in our coaching program have at least 15% market share, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. We have some agents that have up to 40% market share. Very difficult to, to, to obtain a lot of work, a lot of money invested, a lot of training uh, to do that, all right? But 15% with an area of 80 to 90 properties sold will give you at least one sellable listing per month. Some people will say, well, one listing per month is not enough. I understand. For, some, for many of you, one listing per month, one sale per month is not enough. But what we want is to prove the concept, right? We want to understand that this works. All we have to do then is expand 
the area. But now we know what we're doing. Size of the community, we are going to see it in the next slide. But anyways, you need to find an area that has at least how many properties in total, at least? 2,000, very good, Mili. It's 2,000 properties in total. And we want to make sure that within the last 12 months, how many properties sold? 82 properties sold, 80 to 90 properties sold, right? So if you do the math, 15% market share is about 12. Again, some of you will say, well, but that's not enough. I got it. So instead of doing 2,000, then we go bigger. Not yet. Let's prove the concept. Let's understand the process of getting one listing per month. And then all we have to do is invest more in advertising and expand our area. That's all it is, right? Step number three is to identify or calculate the potential income. We're gonna show you how to do that. Then what's gonna be the marketing cost? We're gonna do that too. And finally, the Project 250, which is the list of people, all right, in your database that you want to find in that area. And I'm going to teach you how to do that too, all right? This is the sample sheet, okay? Where you identify the name of the community, the total number of units, the ones that sold, the turnover ratio, and finally the average price. So you see there are 1,460, 1,460 units in total in those buildings, 93 sold for a 6.78 turnover ratio, all right? And finally you have an average sales price of 322,000. Do you understand that? Easy, right? All of you are saying, yeah, easy. So now we know that the average price is $322,000, 93 properties sold. So if the average price is 322, 3%, it's $9,682,000 in commission, all right? If you have a 30% split in your company, and I don't think any of you have a lower split, all, right? all of you are at 30 or better. All right, for you, not for the company. 30 or better for you, all right? Uh, then you have a net of 6,777. You multiply that by 12 listings, and that's $81,000 in income for that area. I know many of you will say $80,000 for me is not enough. I got it, I got it, all right? But all we have to do is expand the area again to make more money. What we want is to invest the minimum numbers of dollars, all right, to prove the concept, to understand that we know how to identify the community, then we know how to uh, identify the potential income, the marketing expenses, how to work, how to create a marketing strategy, and once we know that we're getting one listing per month, we say, okay, it's time for me to expand. I'm gonna use part of that money, 20, 25%, all right, to put more money into advertising because now income is coming in, money's coming in, all right? Here it is, so this is the example and I want you to do that, this right here in your sheet right here. For those of you watching the workshop, you're gonna have a downloadable PDF where you can do the exercise as well. After that, after we identify the market, we got it. We find an area where, where there are, how many properties sold last year in that area? 93, good. All right, and there are 14, uh, 1,400 properties in total. That's perfect. 
that's great. If it is under 2,300, 2,000 properties in total, that's a good area because the cost of advertising is not gonna be that high. But the most important thing is how many properties sold, at least 80, okay? So now it's all about the content.